0: again for the last mini podcast of the week today we follow on from what we have been talking about all week and today it's getting the deal done so what does that look like well let's assume you have the buyer you've got the investor on the hook and they're ready to buy the deal you've just presented now in the contracts that we use um, the buyer or investor has already signed an agreement with you as the sourcer And this agreement states that upon completion of the sale that you will be paid a fee equal to your agreed sourcing fee. So your buyer has agreed to pay you and your fee is on ice in a client account with the investor solicitor. You now will want to manage the sales process. That's the next bit. As best as possible. So let's talk about the conveyancing process and where you fit in as a property sourcer. So let's start with... An offer is made via you to the agent. So the offer is accepted. So the next thing that happens is the agent will actually ask you to provide the following. They will ask for the buyer's photo ID, the buyer's address, the buyer's solicitor's details, and proof of funds, or a mortgage offer agreed in principle. And this is why we say it's so much easier to source your investor first and your deals second. This is how we do it. It's easy. It's simple to do it this way because you know first and foremost what your investor wants, so you know what to go and source. Saves so much time, and no, in all honesty, it makes makes perfect sense. Um, It's a bit of a no brainer. Um, So you provide that information. So the the buyer's photo ID, the address, the solicitor's details, the proof of funds. So you provide that information, acting as the go between. But at this point, this is when the solicitors get involved and the standard selling process commences. So searches will be carried out, a survey will be arranged and it's then a waiting game. Now if you're going to be a saucer, you'll soon become accustomed to how slow solicitors work. (laughs) Um, Nine times out of ten, it will be one side is waiting for something from the other side, so it's a case of chasing up any inquiries that may be outstanding to make sure nobody's waiting around for something that they don't need to be you know waiting for inquiries typically come from the buyer <clears throat> so it'll be the buyer asking questions relating to the property so it'll be the vendor solicitor that has to come back with that information and this is clearly obviously out of your hands as the sourcer, but merely by asking the buyer solicitor if there are any outstanding inquiries or they're waiting for anything, um, you know you can you can then push that and and, and push it along and, and make the process that bit more seamless if it's all possible. Um, you know, many a time I've spent actually acting as a go-between for solicitors. They will often say they're waiting for things when indeed they've they've already had the information, but your case file is not top of their list so they haven't got to it yet. You know, it's a fine line between ringing the solicitor every day and chasing and harassing the solicitor and gently pushing it towards a swift outcome. There's no point ringing every day, but it's a, it's a good practice to actually stay on top of it, make sure nothing's outstanding and not waiting for anything. Um, you know, just, just keep, it, keep it moving along. The top tip is, once the results of the surveys come back and the searches, then ask the solicitors, or certainly the by-solicitor, solicitor, what date they're working towards with regards to exchange and completion. This will make them commit to a date, if not officially but subconsciously, and, and they know if that date comes and goes or is not likely that you're going to be on the phone again asking questions and being a bit of a pain. You know, like I said, it's a fine line, and it, and it's so easy to get frustrated with how slow and painful uh, the process moves along. But your process should be f- to facilitate a smooth and speedy transaction. So help where you can with inquiries, and. This is where having a good working relationship with the selling agent is worth its weight in gold. So go back to, you know, when we we're talking about building a relationship with the agents. If you've got a good relationship with the agent in question, then do you know what? It's it's so much more easy. And what you can't afford to do is expect a speedy and seamless conveyancing process because this can result in your investor walking away if things drag on with no process for any length of you know, no no progress, sorry, for any length of time. You know, if, if nothing's happening and the, the seller solicitor is being really slow to come back with information, you know, you risk your investor getting annoyed, um, you know, and they're gonna start asking questions like what's going on, do they wanna sell this property? And it's, you know, it's just kinda, you need to sit in the middle and stop that from happening. Um, just make sure that things are uh, happening, things are moving forward, that's the bottom line. Make sure things are happening and it's not just the case file sat on somebody's desk. So let's round up this week's mini podcast by saying stay involved in the sales process by way of gentle persuasion, shall we say, um, and letting both solicitors involved know that you are there to push either side to get this done quickly and smoothly for all concerned. Now, that's it really for this week. I hope you enjoyed these mini podcasts we was put out um, every day this week and I'll be back soon with more daily property podcasts. If you want more free property training and property resources like our tools and resources PDF guide or our guide on getting your first deal in five steps then head on over to our website psnproperty.com and um, the links are in the show notes and get involved, get some free training and take it from there. Until next time, take it easy and stay safe.